0: Hey, you're listening to the Confab. I'm Casper, and over there is Sam. Hello. Introduce yourself, Sam.
1: Introduce myself, okay. Um, I don't really have much to tell you, really, other than I'm usually the shadow that follows Casper around Soho. Only while Sham is in
0: South Africa. Well, Sham, hopefully, people know from previous The Agenda podcasts, he's our uh, co-host.
1: And we thought, while well, the cat's away, the, the mice, mice will, will play. play. <laughs> So we're doing a lovely podcast for you. Lovely. And we're talking about drag queens and cocktails. Tales. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's going to be interesting. So on drag queens, last week saw the launch of the Drag Queens of London. How did you find it? We went to the press release the week before. The press launch thing, the party. Yeah, that was uh, really fun. I enjoyed that night. Not that I remember much of it. And I stayed way later than you. <laughs> no idea who I talked to, but I had a great time, I think. If
1: you saw me there, I was probably the guy with like six beers in his hand, because you kept buying me drinks.
0: Well, you were drinking really slowly, and I was drinking pretty quickly. Yeah. Stage fright, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> really? Were you shy, running all those drag queens? I was having a great time. Um, Weird,
1: I'm quite, I think I'm quite outgoing, but I did, I guess, feel a little bit... It yeah. probably doesn't
0: help that drag queens are normally like seven feet tall. And I'm they're all quite tall to begin with and then they put on the shoes so they tower over you. Because we saw uh, Vanity, who I know, and I tried to introduce her to you and I realised that there was like a four feet height difference. Yeah, bit for weird. those listening <laughs> and
1: those who haven't met me, I am a hobbit. I'm also from Devon, so I get all the hobbit stories. I fit in overhead lockers in aeroplanes, so that's great. I never buy a ticket. How do you know this? <laughs> I don't actually <laughs> know.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. But back See. to drag queens and less about my height. So, Drug Means of London, yeah, we were at the party, um, and we saw bits of the first episode. um, And Um, I really enjoyed it that night, more than I thought I was going to. And then last week, the full first episode launched on London Live, which apparently nobody ever watches.
1: See, I had high expectations, and
0: I was like... Were they as high as (laughs) what you expected?
1: I don't know, because having watched it, I feel like actually I knew it was going to be like that. I think having american kind of rupaul's drag race and you're like oh my god this is so polished and proper and this is yeah. more reality but you know that's highly
0: edited like the film like each episode takes like two days to film and we see half an hour 45 minutes yeah is it half an hour it's about 40 minutes so it must be an hour on logo with ads and that's all we see
1: and for those of you that haven't watched um drag queens of london it's completely different it's kind yeah, of it's more very reality. Raw and gritty
0: yeah it's it's like I mean, it's obviously edited a lot. It's not like uh, what's actually happening. Yeah. Hearing their shitty stories about what they got up to last night. (laughs) (laughs) It does have some content. Yeah, yeah, it's like the highlights of what they've done. Um, So the first episode was about Lady Lloyd, Bag of Chips, Silver Summers, um, reforming their girl band. And the rival um and um vicky vivacious ah uh, yeah the beautiful you've Aaron. got a little soft spot for I'm, him eh? i'm in love with him
1: <laughs> and his little little chihuahua i remember seeing a text that morning saying wake up drag queens of london's on telly. and i was like hey some of us have got work to do <laughs> um that i have yeah. recently i caught up with it and i'm yeah it's
0: interesting i think it's really enjoyable i would love to see it if it was like shown in american channel i don't know who would Broadcast it in America. But if it's shown over there, I'd love to see what American Queens thought of it. Last night we went to Admiral Duncan where yep. a lot of the drag queens Never in London get their career started. Like Bagger Chips is on tonight. We're missing it to do this. We are. I'm sorry. a big fan of Bagger actually. After meeting her at the Eagle uh for that party, uh she was really down to earth, chatting to us for ages, even though she had like cameras buzzing around and stuff to do. Um and then seeing her on the show. Yeah, she seems like a lot of fun.
1: Ruminass. I don't know Rummy if I can keep up with her in a night out, but yeah,
0: she seems like <laughs> Like a down to earth one. <laughs> she did remind me a lot of Sham. Yeah. Whereas Lady Lloyd, uh, love Lady Lloyd. I like the look, but I don't like the personality so much.
1: See, Lady Lloyd was th- was the only one I knew about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So she's pretty well known. Yeah. But interestingly, if you ask me about RuPaul <laughs> and the American yeah. drag stuff, see, I hit when I was at uni many moons ago. Although I am still at uni the world's longest student is when i started watching rupaul's drag race so we're talking like i guess when it started um and then it's kind of come back and everyone has started talking about
0: yeah rupaul's drag race this year again so this i don't know why but this season suddenly everyone's talking about it like it's really en vogue this year everyone is keeping up um I don't know if the season's quite up to, like, season four or five standards, but it's uh, a lot of fun, very entertaining. See, I lost it after Willem puked everywhere and... So the end of season, like, mm, towards the end of season four. So yeah, you haven't m- watched five.
1: Four. I didn't see five. I don't know anyone on five. And then this year, I'm watching
0: it again because, obviously, we had that launch party. We had a little party here, yeah. It was, was like the Eurovision, less camp. Full of gays screaming at drag queens on stage. Okay, Pretty so the much same Eurovision level of camp.
1: Yeah, it was. it was Eurovision. Yeah.
0: the notting hill
1: eurovision um yeah so now i'm back in the whole rupaul's thing and i tell you what i really actually enjoy yeah more i don't know more actually well i've kind of let it fall down by the wayside i've not caught up like every time i come around you show me about seven episodes i'm like oh my god where where have i been with these episodes but uh, what i've really enjoyed is rupaul and michelle's podcasts.
0: that's a lot of fun yeah yeah
1: and I've listened to them the same podcast probably about eight times.
0: That's so weird. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I never listen to an episode more than once.
1: I've only just started podcasts. I'm very slow on this thing. We were saying earlier, I've only so just... So
0: RuPaul has introduced you not only to tucking and charisma, uterus, nerve and talent, but also podcasts. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. All these great <laughs> things I'm getting out of, out of this stuff. But yeah, I have a long commute every day. So, well, not every day. You don't? Where
0: do you go from home to uni? Yeah.
1: Okay. And And not even every day.
0: Like what? Once a week? Hey, I do a good degree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also Mm -hmm. have to, you know, go into town to get get my hair did, get my nails done. When did you last do that? Okay, so I haven't had a haircut for a month. Okay, I'm a well kept man, and I like to travel across London. Yeah. That sounds uh, a bit curious. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> to meet boys. Um, <laughs> so, their podcast is pretty fun. Like, So, I was never the biggest fan of Michelle until I heard her on a podcast, uh, Feast of Fun, the week before they launched their RuPaul. Wh- what's the RuPaul one called? What's the tea? What's the tea? Yep. Uh, since the week before uh, What's the tea launched, she was on another podcast. Um, I really started to like her because she was talking about how the fact is. Her and Santino give a lot of feedback to every contestant, but they only show like one quote from each, like Mm. one sentence. But in reality, they're both on there giving loads of feedback to everybody. And she's saying, well, of course, if you were to watch it, you would think that she didn't like some of the contestants. Some of them she really wants to fail. But she was saying, no, she gives them all really detailed feedback. She wants them all to be the best they can be. And that's what all the judges want. They're saying all the feedback's always like how you can improve and be better. And it's easy to overlook that when you're watching the show. You're like, you just want them to fail. You want them to look ridiculous. But in reality, they want them to improve and build upon what they've been doing and to maybe expand their horizons and try something a bit different. And when they do do that, you even... Once I became aware that that's what Michelle's uh, rationale was, I started thinking about it. And yeah, the drag queens do say they try something a bit different and it really works and they stay in the competition. And the ones who never want to expand they're the ones who get evicted. Yeah. Evicted? What do they got disqualified? Kicked out. Whatever. Sashay away. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah,
1: like listening to their podcast you get to understand the judges more, which is really nice. Definitely. And I think yeah. what I like most about the podcast is you get to see how intelligent they are as well. And that's r- ruined yeah. uh Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, and that like I love their self-help things. Like I and you're I, into
0: the self-help thing. Yeah, I which think I it's. I find <laughs> a bit tragic. So <laughs> you bought there. a book because RuPaul mentioned it in passing.
1: Yeah, well and he, he
0: b- when he was a young queen, he bought a certain book. Yeah, he and bought, you went a, out and a bought a that return book. to
1: love by someone, means, <laughs> which in itself sounds tragic. Now I'm saying it back, and I went out and bought it because I had nothing to do last weekend, which is weird. Which so is also like, tragic. Yeah, so I bought a so book. You
0: bought a self help book and read that on the tube. Imagine the looks I got. But the thing is, so I listened to that same episode, and that was an, a book he read when he was f- quite young, right? When he was first getting into the drag thing.
1: Yeah, I think so. And he,
0: Because what I got from it was, he'd listened to that back then and it was helpful, but since then he's expanded a lot more, which is why I didn't go out and do the same thing that you just said you did. Which See, is why I've, I've been always now. been
1: in self help. I don't know why. Oh, I'm boy. always, I love those kind of weird I will admit, books. I bought
0: Rue's book uh, and found that really inspirational.
1: Yeah, but you live your, your life by his mantra. What's well, his mantra?
0: Charisma, <laughs> uniqueness, nerve, and talent.
1: And tell us how that's affected your life, Casper. I heard you went on a date the other day, and you brought all of your swag.
0: Yeah, so when I was coming up to 5,000 Twitter followers, I made a joke on Twitter about I'm going to go on a date with my 5,000th, um, which seemed reasonable to me. No one, Nobody mocked. Nobody told me it was a stupid idea. Um, Hey, you didn't ask for my advice. Well, for good reason. (laughs) Um, So I met this guy, and he was intimidatingly cute. So I shut down completely. I was just not ready for this. I thought it was going to be like a really casual um, hangout, let's get coffee, blah, blah, blah. So it was the week before payday, so I couldn't really afford to go go out and get drinks, which normally calms me down. If we're both drinking, then I feel quite chilled. If we go to Circa, that's where I take all my dates circa isn't that where you just take everyone that's where i take all my friends or my dates my family whoever's visiting circa um i don't even like circa that much but that's where i end up but yeah so we had to like get coffee and then just hang out in soho it was cold we were wandering around which has already put me at a disadvantage and then but you should be an advantage because you're scottish obviously well yeah that's why
1: and of course you took your (laughs) talent Charisma well no, uniqueness. this
0: is before I would started that mantra So I met him I was already a bit nervous uh, I left my debit card at home Couldn't even pay for my own coffee So I had to ask him to pay for it And I was Spoon. completely at a disadvantage for the whole day And he was way hotter than in any of his pictures Or his Instagram or anything So I was uh, Yeah, I was not in a good position for this date And needless to say Haven't heard from him since He may not even still be a follower on Twitter Did the mantra help though? Well, later that week, I was meeting someone else from Tinder, uh, who was probably Such one of the hottest guys i would ever met. No, he's beautiful, this guy. Um, and on the way to meet him, I was running a little bit late, uh, but I was feeling really good. I was listening to Rue's albums on my headphones, really loud. Because like, you are completely obsessed at the moment, aren't oh, you? Oh, the music. I love lo- the music. That's all I listen to, to for put the last this into perspective, month or two. yeah.
1: Casper's sister visited last weekend, which I think is really cute.
0: for all the way from scotland she came all the way down and was (laughs) force-fed rupaul's drag race so on the first day (laughs) she came i was like let's watch this and she went okay and it ended and she was like i hated that let's never watch that again and by the what the fourth day she was here on the monday she came on the friday by the monday she put on netflix and went what we watch I went, oh, you pick. She went, should we just watch RuPaul? I was like, yeah, let's watch RuPaul. We might as well. We've watched all them. Ru- yeah, well... Did you t- go through a whole series? No, 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 no. I mean, that was... Uh, <laughs> she got into some other stuff. Like, she got really into The Good Wife. But, yeah, RuPaul, by the end of the four days, she was actively suggesting RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: To be fair, if you gave me, you know, four days weekend... And Netflix, I'd probably watch RuPaul because there's yeah. nothing else on there. It's amazing that it's on there. Well, what I'd probably do is browse for three and a half days. <laughs> well, that's what we do. You <laughs> tend to spend
0: more time browsing than you watching. But yeah, so that second day, yeah, I was listening to RuPaul. I had just bought his autobiography. Um, working it, RuPaul's Guide to Life, Liberty and the Pursuit of Style. That's a free <laughs> plug right now. Um, and yeah, the mantra, charisma, unity, and talent. It was uh, totally, it was uh, calling out to me. I was feeling good. I was all about you've got to own it. (laughs) The thing is, when you meet people for the first time, they judge you based on how you come across. Like, if you come across shy and nervous, then you are shy and nervous to them. If you come across full of confidence and a bit of a wanker, then that's me. Then you are. (laughs) Yeah, but you can meet people and they can think of you any way you want them to.
1: Yeah, isn't that a fun game? When I first, I'm doing a master's now, and when we started, our tutors sat down with us, and she said, okay, here's a book you have to read, and it was a book about how people manipulate each other to get their way. And she was like, now you can't manipulate me because I know that you're going to try and manipulate me.
0: I think if you uh, see tutors at university, they start off in a position of power, so oh. that's a bit different. Whereas if you're just meeting someone for the first time for a date, like you've met them on Tinder, all you know about them is how they look, what their bio line says... I thought you swiped right. Is it right? And you swipe right, and you've matched. And that's it. If you've matched with someone... And they've probably said, hi, how are you? and not Yeah, that that's it. Thinks. And they've messaged you first. Then you're in a position of power. You can come across any way you want them to. Any way you want yourself to, not how you want them to. You come across however you want them to see you. You can come across as a shy little wolf. However. Why would you do that?
1: And interestingly, this leads into the looking-glass self, which is a social theory. I won't go into. Is this another <laughs> book you've read? <laughs> well, I think my like obsession with all this like self-help and social theory and stuff. I had a tutor a long time ago. I I'm one of those people that can't forget my tutors if you've made a big impact in my life. And we did I did cultural studies. My brother also has a degree in cultural studies. And we both came out and we were like all we learned from cultural studies is that we're all fucked as a society. I don't think that. I think
0: I think we look negatively at ourselves, but I think in the long term we're probably going to be fine.
1: Maybe. That's because
0: you read Rapport and I read Bourjolet. <laughs> Is that because you're from Cornwall?
1: <laughs> He's French.
0: <laughs> it sounds like something you read in Cornwall.
1: Also, I'm from Devon, by the way. <laughs> just, to, just to put that out So on. which
0: <laughs> one of you have got protected
1: status? Cornwall has recently become That's independent. It. Yeah. Um, they've not
0: become independent.
1: It's not well, like they had a referendum. You could dig a moat. Alex no Salmon. No one would know. There probably is, there is almost is a moat, the River X. <laughs> so
0: you've not watched this season of Drag Race? I've seen the bits because we had... Oh, we've watched a couple of episodes, yeah. We, we watched the, the first two, the two big openings.
1: And of course, every hungover Sunday, we've watched about four episodes.
0: Okay, so I think we're about nine or ten in now, and it's getting to the crux. But um, yeah. Any favourites? There's, Any there's a clear those winner. Those listeners that are going to play Bianca Super- del Rio is the clear winner. If she doesn't win, I'll eat Phil's beard.
1: Who else is left in? Uh,
0: there's Bianca Del Rio. There's Adore, who's also probably going to be a final three. Um, she was an American Idol a couple of years ago. Very cute. Very um, naive a little bit. But is very willing to learn. Um, like, literally turned up with four dresses and can't sew, can't do her own thing. Can't do, like, barely can do her own makeup. But is learning, especially from Bianca. Can't walk. Well, yeah, but yeah, has learned a lot. Um Courtney is still there. Courtney act was also an Australian idol, or is it Australian X Factor, whatever they've got over there. Um, but she very much relies on her body. Um Hey, don't be all. If you've got it,
1: right? Yeah. Also to put into context, you mentioned you would eat Phil's beard. For those listening who doesn't <laughs> who don't know who Phil is, Phil is Casper's new housemate who's hey sitting Phil. with us. Sitting with us here who's being very quiet, which is lovely. <laughs> um, he has a, a beautiful winter beard on at the moment. We're trying to convince him to get rid of that for the summer.
0: Well, it's still not as warm as it should be for this time of year.
1: Plus, Phil, just for the record, when you put on those stilettos, the beard has to go.
0: Phil does have amazing stilettos, which All I'm going to copy. Uh, so also in season six, Darianne Lake, who's mm-hmm. just a bit of a bitch. I'm, if she's not the next to go, I'd be very surprised.
1: Is she the chunky one? Yeah. There was. A, I watched Vanity's... Drag Hunt. Interestingly, oh, yes. me, there was a chunky token fat one on that as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you've done to me. Before I before I knew you, I was like the most normal person ever. Okay, that's a lie. <laughs> but then, I, and now I'm totally, yeah, drag queens. You're a knob. <laughs> but also what really annoys me about this season is they used to have the interior. The illu- absolute interior illusions. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I worked... With absolute a couple of years ago, and loved them. And now this year they change their thing all the time. it it's called
0: the Forum Decorum Lounge,
1: and it changes. They change the name every se- every
0: episode. they c- Sometimes they call it the untuck Lounge, and sometimes it's the Forum. Yeah, normally it's going and tuck in the Forum Decorum Lounge. Yeah, and I don't uh, like. So they talked about it, didn't they talk about it in one of the podcasts? Oh no. It was the one that Michelle was in, uh, Feast of Fun. They talked about it there. They were like, So Absolute doesn't sponsor anymore? And she was like, Yeah, they sponsor bits but not what they used to
1: This season as well has got a lot of new sponsors in they have some good scruff moments. The scruff YouTube. Pit
0: Crew <laughs> Yeah. They can they've paid two more pit crew members. Woo! Oh yeah, so the other contestant I love is Ben de la Creme, who I think is amazing, very funny, quite versatile, not quite to um Bianca Del Rio's caliber but yeah doing very well
1: and who are we looking forward to seeing in London drag show. oh o-
0: of London
1: yeah going from america back to london
0: back to london um well i'm looking forward to vanity yeah i'm
1: really <laughs> i'm really looking forward to vanity i've come
0: because i'm a big of fan vanity. of vanity stalking. she's very down to earth she's a scottish like me she's got family from my hometown we hang out together in manchester pride and there are a lot more on that show there got.
1: are l- thousands of them aren't there uh, not thousands but yeah quite a few <laughs> More than I ever knew existed. Next time my parents come up to London and they're like, take me to Soho. I want to see all the prostitutes. I want to see all the drag queens. Usually I'm like, no, Dad. Like, it's not the 60s anymore. There's no whores in so, Well, there's no
0: good whores in Soho.
1: This time I'll be like, come on. We'll go down to Madame Jojo's. Yeah, JJ's. hit
0: Madame Jojo's. So also on it, um, Dusty, of course. Monroe, who we know from Circus. She is there a lot. Uh, Meth, who we saw at their preview from the black cat meth is a lot like milk in season six who you will discover when you I watch thought
1: it. you were just saying milk and obviously I'm allergic to milk so, so yeah there you go <laughs> that
0: works uh, Rosie Beaver I, we've seen some previews of him because he's like a rugby playing <coughs> bit of a bit of a lad and his story <laughs> is going to be that he doesn't really fit in with the drag queen scene so much
1: so we talked about the absolute illusion lounge oh yeah back to absolute about cocktails
0: oh let's do it oh What's your favourite cocktail, Sam?
1: See this is a tricky one. I'm I changed with the times. I'm not like you guys You <laughs> stick with mojitos. I love a mojito.
0: He loves a mojito. Can't make one, but I do love it.
1: I worked with absolute as I said, I also worked with Stolid Schneer a long time ago. Um, back in my youth. I'm now decrepit and old. So I I'm the kind of person at the house party who's always in the kitchen making the cocktails. So I always make Casper a mojito. mojito. The Cuban way, of course, um, and every time we go out, we have a mojito, and there's it, it's circa they've got that grinding ice machine, and I feel sorry for the little bitch that has to grind your ice. You drink them like it's water.
0: Me? <laughs> hang on, me it's or you, or you yeah, as in the not general me, audit. Not oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you.
1: My favourite cocktail. We might as our well just start
0: ordering four at once, to be honest, to be fair.
1: Yeah, but that's when you start annoying people. It's like when people come to the bar and they're like, I have forty-eight mojitos, please. Like,
0: just get on with it. Go on. We're paying for these mojitos. And they charge a lot of money for a mojito. So where were we last week? Green Carnation. Did I have a mojito there? Yes. They were pretty good. Did they have pre-crushed ice? it didn't take too long for them to make that mohedo. See, this
1: is Casper's big revolution that you can buy. Yeah, a-
0: I went to Tesco last weekend, found out they sell ice pre-crushed. <laughs> Why don't all shops sell pre-crushed life ice? Changer. See,
1: my favourite cocktail... I've is, already gone through a kilo of it. Let me answer this question for you. I don't have one. And I'm in that stage in my life where I am like, I need to stop drinking vodka. I'm not 14 anymore. I can't Hang on Vodka's not
0: a kid's drink Okay You on. feel like you've outgrown vodka Yeah
1: But when I was 14 We drank vodka Because you could sneak it in water bottles get You can it do in that with Get it <laughs> in youth club
0: Doesn't smell On your breath
1: <laughs> I have moved to gin
0: Oh um, see I was a big gin drinker In my early 20s And that night I punched a window And severed some muscles in my arm That night I drank like a whole bottle Of uh, sapphire, what's it called? Bombay Sapphire uh, so never again
1: which apparently only three people in the world know the recipe and they're not allowed in the same room imagine if that was me, you and Sham that would be great, wouldn't it? if we all knew the recipe and we weren't allowed in the same room <laughs> if only <laughs> maybe we should invent
0: something yeah, like. so since then I'm totally over gin and also gin leaves your mouth fuzzy and apparently it's more the tonic water than the <laughs> gin But
1: yeah tonic maketh the gin ugh, <laughs> no
0: Apparently, if you buy like a really good tonic water, Fever know.
1: Tree. Yeah, it's got to be Fever Tree.
0: Well, where where sells that? Does Tesco Wait Waitress, waitress, We're getting a waitress round here. Enterprise, okay, okay. Oh, so I'm willing bars. to give it a go because I did love a gin and tonic. I love pink gin, slow gin.
1: Oh, you weird!
0: <laughs> Have you tried
1: slow gin? I hate slow gin.
0: Oh, I loved it because it was a bit fruity. That's what I like—a bit f- something a bit fruity. I
1: tell you, here's a little tip: I've got an app called Cocktail Cabinet. Ooh. and you put in should I download it, this yeah you put in every e- alcohol every ing- it's got a list basically you tick yeah I've got this gin I've got sugar cocktail got cabinet yeah you put all that into your cocktail cabinet and you click mix drink and it'll tell you what cocktails you can make which is really useful if like you where well, you have a lot of house parties and people bring oh it's called liquor cabinet sorry Jesus Christ can't even get the name right it must liquor, be drunk
0: the British way
1: uh, the American, I think. I think it's L-I-Q-U-E-R. the American Don't ask me how to spell. What do you think? I've got three degrees. <laughs> Let me Google it. <laughs> um, so I download that and you put in all kind of everything you have in your house and it goes through your entire cupboards. You can put in, I think, baked beans. It's like there's some really weird stuff in there. It tells you the drinks you can make, which for Christmas this year... My dad and I just... Liquor with an
0: O, the American way, not liquor with an E. My
1: dad and I just went through our entire alcohol collection. Sixty nine pence, this app is. It's worth it. If you're big into cocktails, (laughs) that's what I would download. Also, (laughs) the only downside is it doesn't tell you how to make them properly. Oh. Like, can it tell you what's in
0: one? Does it say call up Sam, get him around, he'll be up for whatever? Yeah, this
1: is usually what happens. Yeah, call me and I'll make you like... Downloading now. Ten (laughs) mojitos. In a night.
0: I hope you've got another hour after we finish recording. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to make you some mojitos? I may... I, I have to check my diary, but I'm... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're probably free. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm usually free most days. If there's alcohol involved, I'm there. Um,
0: Yeah. So what's wrong with the mojito? Why are you not into mojitos?
1: They were very 2010. Very 2010. Also, I think because I've been both sides of the bar, when you get that make me 48 yeah. mojitos, you're like... No. Never want to see one like again. They're not that great. You could just have a rum and coke. Yeah, okay. There you go. My advice, stick with the simple ones. Or champagne's always good.
0: Do you think there's like a definitive drag queen cocktail? I imagine something brightly coloured, a bit fruity.
1: Did you ever go to Revolution when they made the Del Boy?
0: Mm, and it came in no. a plastic...
1: I don't even know if Revolution still do this anymore. They've gone a bit off
0: market. But they Revolution still has closed down, apparently, I heard.
1: It has, yeah. Why? They didn't make... Well, I've heard on the grapevine. They, <laughs> didn't, they didn't make enough money, so they closed. But they did do this cocktail that was like a green... So it's weird. If
0: you Google Revolution Soho, the first option is Revolution Soho closed.
1: Oh. oh. For a big long time, news they kept it secret. But they used to make a cocktail, bright blue, and it came in a plastic pineapple glass. I'm I up imagine for that. I, I can see you holding that right now. Sipping it. It tasted awful. But that is, that's probably a classic drag queen. Cocktail. Although Uh, maybe, uh, (laughs) I guess it depends what kind of drag queen you are. Cosmopolitan, never. You can't go wrong with a Cosmo.
0: I think, I don't remember. What's in a Cosmo? I don't think I like one.
1: So in a Cosmopolitan, this is like a spec test. This is like homework. Is um, citron vodka. Like it. Cointre. Like it. Which is an orange liqueur. I know. Or you could use, well you couldn't use Bowls Blue because that's blue. (laughs) That's also an orange liqueur. Um, Cranberry juice. Oh sorry. Cranberry juice, lime. Um and that is it.
0: That's it. So the one I don't like is a Manhattan. I only drank them because of Sex and City. Turns out they're disgusting.
1: Sex and the City also drink a lot of Cosmos though, don't they?
0: Yeah, so they they stopped drinking them in the finale. They were like, Why do we ever stop drinking these? It's like, because they're gross.
1: Mr. Big. <laughs> so yeah, my favorite cocktail, I guess I don't have one. The favourite drag queen cocktail. Uh, Could be anything. Probably put a firework in it or something.
0: I would, if I was a drag queen, (coughs) um, I would be all over the Mojito because I would need that sugar rush to get through the night.
1: Cheeky little cough there. (laughs) Gave me a little hint that you may do drag in the future. We'll see.
0: We'll see. There's this very specific night where we're going to find out what's happening.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Do we have any more details? It's going to be the night of Pride, and that's all I'm saying.
1: Ah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh Ah. I have a deadline.
1: And. If you were a drag queen, what would your name be? Or are you not allowed to tell uh, us?
0: I have a name. I'm not telling anyone until the night. Maybe, maybe probably before the night. Well, so no, Sham wants us to do a test run. So we're going to do a test run the week before. Or maybe a couple of weeks before. So, so there
1: you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. Watch out for Casper tottering around say-ho. Hey, hey, no, then. Sham will be doing the same. Shamila. <laughs> What's her his name? Shamila? Shaminja. I don't know. But when he puts on that wig, he looks like Jill from Real Housewives of New York.
0: You know Real Housewives But you've never seen Sex and City Will and Grace Hey <laughs> I'm from Crystal Palace <laughs> I thought it was Devon Well
1: yeah, yeah Via Crystal Palace
0: Alright on that note I think we should go
1: Okay It's <laughs> been a pleasure I hope to uh, chat
0: with you soon Alright get to the kitchen Make me a mojito Okay Let's go